Hey everybody, hopefully you're having a great Saturday. Uh, I have to apologize for last week. I got came down with the crud. Uh, not exactly sure what was going on, but it kind of wiped me out. So that kind of screwed up last week, last week of the year. So we are rolling down to the end of 2023. And I want to chat about a few things that uh, might be pertinent to you guys, or maybe you can take uh, take something from it. So hopefully all of that will work. Uh, I intended to uh, go out and do some tooling around. Now that I was feeling a little bit out better, and it's raining. So I don't know if you guys have been seeing on the news in California, but we've had some major weather issues and gigantic surfs and if you guys saw that one area in Ventura, Debbie, that place, that hotel that got wiped out, uh, or hotel, motel, whatever, that's right on the beach. Um, I've been wanting to stay at that place. I guess that ain't going to happen for a while. Are a little, we are a little concerned about how this will affect our trip in January to celebrate our 10 years of being together. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. All right, let me roll down the music. So what I want to hit in the beginning of this is dodging rocks and taking your life back. Now, I'm going to wrap this around with what's going on with me, but I think it's kind of indicative of the things we have to deal with and how it just keeps, it's like the, it's like the universe keeps testing you using these people to really see, have you really grown? Have you really healed from all this? Are you are you really doing better? Well, just to double check, we're going to throw some more stuff at you to see how you respond, how you react to that. Um, oh, but before I jump into that, if you want to sign up for the SMS text notification, you can do that by texting DSD Live, all one word, to 844 5980012 if you do DSD live all one word it'll automatically add you in one of the people who I just recently added in said please add me in and I had to manually do it luckily I could figure it out so if that was you so hopefully you got the text notification today and uh, if you want to make sure that you don't have to rely on techno genius me to make sure it all works DSD Live, one word to 844-598-0012, and you will be you will be added into that SMS notification list, which apparently I have been informed does actually work in the in Canada. So that was interesting. Hold on, I'm trying to I I I, I always have to screw around with my windows and stuff, so I apologize. I'm trying to I'm like What's the word I'm looking for? Like, I like everything in, in its place, in its place. Uh, if we run, <clears throat> excuse me, longer and we want to turn on the telephone, that will, uh, you, you have to let me know in the text. It's not actually active right now. But if you want to dial, if you are interested in it, the number for that is 1-424-373-5483. Or if you can't remember that, just remember 424-DSD-LIVE and you will be good to go. There's also a web interface. Again, it's not active. If you want, someone wants to call in, just mention that, and I will 
I will uh, I will take care of that. Wow, we got to, you know, for these days that I don't plan this and I kind of do it out of pocket, I thank you guys for showing up. Uh, so we got a few people in here already, so that is outstanding. Hopefully you have your coffee. Oh, I have a, I have a new thing that I want. Hold on. I, I'm trying to figure some cool new things out. So if, if, well, I hit the button too wrong. If some, if there's some great news, I'm going to, I'm going to basically go, I'm going to uh, run this after it finishes and go, how do I do this? Pause. Oh, help if I turn my audio back on. Never mind. If you're watching on the video, you can see Cafetti on there. So I'm trying to, <laughs> I saw, I saw a thing on how to do that the other day, uh, which was when I thought that was pretty cool. All right. So before we jump into the topic, let me just recognize some of the people who've jumped on uh, so far. Uh, Jokelman was actually on before it started, so it's not in my other window, but uh, it says, good morning to everybody, or happy upcoming 2024. It's hard to believe the year is done. And, you know, well, I'll jump into that because that's kind of going to be the topic for this morning. Wise says, good morning, all. Good morning to you, sir. Is word out on the whoa what? Is word out on the Discord server? Do you mean that we have one, or do you mean that it's down and I need to look into it? But on that, if you are into Discord or you like Discord, if you roll over to the hold on, let me hit the right button. My little icons are not lit up on my stream deck, so I have to make sure I hit the right, correct button. Anyways, if you roll over to the DSD YouTube page, or you can actually do it on the website, if dadsurvivingdivorce.com, and you will find a Discord link and a way to join it there. The easiest way, though, is on YouTube. Just go to the main page, click on the and, to, and more links, so it brings up the about page. I used to have this in the banner, but apparently YouTube has changed that. And you will see the Discord invite link. You only need to do that one time once you have an account set up and you join the server. All you have to do is open Discord, log into it, and it will be one of the attached servers that you are connected to. Discord is actually a really interesting uh, product, I guess. Uh, it, it, amazingly enough, what I've been running for the last four or five years is completely free. It interfaces with... Um, with uh, with YouTube memberships and stuff like that. It's really cool uh, and great group of folks over there off of Facebook, off all the other socials. Uh, if you decide you want to join, you need to, when you get in, DM me, just direct message me, you know, basically telling me that you are a real person and that you want access and I will add you in. <clears throat> Actually, if I'm, and if I'm not available, Oftentimes, the wise who is kind of our resident moderator over there, he will add you in uh, in the interim because uh, unfortunately, sometimes I don't get to hang out on Discord as much as I would like. Hey, uh, let me see. That did not pop up. That should have popped up. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, that didn't work. But Tiffany, thank you so much for the super chat. Really appreciate it. it says hit the that like button. Hi, Dwayne. Hello to you. We need to get together. I know we keep playing tag, Fortnite tag, 
Um, and my kid, I'd say kids, but it was my youngest, is like, did you know that there's a Lego Fortnite? I'm like, oh, dear God, do I really want to do that? Yeah, I've wasted most of last week when I wasn't feeling. Hey, it did work. Oh, my God, the notification did work. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Um, so my question is, is, did anyone hear the audio with that? Because if, <laughs> it kind of just scared me. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that was interesting. Holy crap. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. That's a good way to, to uh, sidetrack myself. Did anyone hear the audio on that? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, thanks so much, Tiff, for that. I really appreciate it. Um, oh, my God. All right. Uh, <laughs> Joel Kuman says, SMS text service still works fantastic. Outstanding. Ruben says, DSC, thanks for the Christmas show. It helped. Glad I was able to do that, man. I, I really, that was, that was, I guess fun's not the right word. Cause you know, we're not in a fun topic, right? I mean, it's not, it's not like, you know, it's, it's camping or it's, you know, it's, let's talk about fishing or let's talk about backpack. Well, <laughs> like I'm going to backpack. I'll have a heart attack and die if I did that, which probably is the reason why I need to do it. But anyways, but now thanks for saying that. I appreciate it. Dan Ski says, happy new year's Eve, Eve, Eve. You kind of freaked me out there for a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not today, right? That's tomorrow. Hold on, I'm pulling up my calendar. Yeah, okay, one more day. You freaked me out there, man. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Ted says, hi, Dwayne. My daughter will be 15 next week. I don't remember giving her permission to grow up. Sir, that is one of those things that just creeps up on us. Oh, John said he did hear it. Oh, my God, that did work. Well, how, how amazing is that? So if you guys want to scare the crap out of me, I guess Super Chat's the way to do it. Man, I, I think I need to turn that down because that seemed kind of loud. Anyways, I digress. Okay, so what I'm going to do, let's see. I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'm going to favor to comment so that I know where I was. I think that's kind of what I'm going to try to do. And I am going to roll back over to, to the topic of... Today and I actually, well, I have. I don't, I'm not ready for for some things, but for new features, I'm going to try to imp, imp, implement, incorporate into the show starting next year. Okay, dodging rocks and taking your life back. This is going to be an an off the cuff discussion that I hope will resonate with you. Now, one thing I've noticed throughout this entire process, with a gap in the middle is that it seemed like every time I felt like I was on the other side of this, something in life happened to test that theory. I can roll the clock back. My first thing was, oh my God, I got out of this nightmare. This is like 12 years ago when I finally was like, I can't do this anymore. This is not the way that anyone needs to live. I'm going to hit the eject button. And you know, see if, see if my life <clears throat> will get better, which was very stressful. And as you, I mean, as you guys are aware, I'm sure this also happens to you. You start out with this, you make your peace some, some, in some way you make your peace with what's going on. And 
what happens is, is you're like, okay, all right, this is a, this sucks, but I get it. And then something else happens. In my situation, it was like, oh, hell no, you know, your life is going to, you know, oh, you think you're the victim? Well, I'm the victim. And then it was like, oh, you think that, you know, you were a nice person? Well, I'm going to tell everyone you were not a nice person. And then just it progressively, it swear, it seemed like every time I turned around, I was getting punched in the face, so to speak. As that went on, I'd make, I'd be okay with, I'd make my peace with it. The pain that it would cause would be uh, reduced and or eliminated, minimized. Eliminated is not the right word, minimized. And then ultimately, some new and exciting methodology of effing with me would come up. And I'm sure you're dealing with that too. And the, the hard part about this is as you are going through this, what ends up happening is you get, you get really, you get beat down. It's very emotionally draining. It's very depressing. It can keep pulling you back into the nightmare of this experience. And you can start losing hope that you're ever going to get to the other side from it. Now, I've had multiple, I mean, I mentioned that. Then there is a thing in the middle of, of all of this where you know, I thought I was going to have to move. And I kind of freaked out where <laughs> that was that one where I, my doorbell alarm camera thing, you know, captured somebody measuring the front of the house that I rent. And I'm like, well, that's weird you know, texted the owner and was like, uh, why is this happening? And it's like, oh yeah, you might have to move or we're going to raise your rent. So and I freaked out for like a day, less than a day. And then I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, I'll roll with it, see what happens. And then it just, the problem went away. It's very interesting, very bizarre. So now we're down at the end. We're down at the end for me, at least. Kids are all over 18 you know, child support's done. Alimony I'm dealing with. I got some things I'm going to do with that. And I'm like, holy crap. And this was the reason why. This was the reason why in the middle of summer, I kept saying, hey, September, once everyone's an adult, I'm going to jump back into the YouTube thing because I will be able to finally. You know, the kids are all over 18. They've all, you know, moved on. And I will have nothing but time is what I felt. What I didn't anticipate were the rocks. And, you know, it's funny because I was looking at it. I'm like, okay, so what is the X going to be able to do? And I'm like, there's not, I mean, there, it's, it's over, right? It's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There will always be games with the kids. That's going to be, that's a, that's a forever thing. I get that. But I'm like, what exactly is she going to be able to do? And the answer is nothing. <laughs> what I didn't anticipate is, and the short version of this story, is what I didn't anticipate is my toxic mother, who has uh, just some unique characteristics, you know, seven, eight years ago decided because I wasn't bending the knee to uh, make friends with the ex and it's like, you know, you're, you're an asshole and I'm going to be friends with her. And I'm like, wow, okay, fine. Well, enjoy your life with her. What she's decided to do is sue me 
in civil court after trying to, uh, I mean, it's so, it's so stereotypical, narcissistic, toxic behavior. Started out by sending crap to my work, to the leadership, saying that I was a piece of crap, that I was failing to, I mean, it's like the reality is it <clears throat> of it is it hadn't even come up to her fictitious little uh, contract thing and saying, you know, I'm a piece of crap. And I, what was the short version is, is she basically said, uh, you're going to pay me $1,100 a month until all the money that I spent for the divorce is paid off. And that was a contract that we made. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so I regret to say that initially I did not deal with that very well because it kind of drug me back down. That was whenever, I mean, so that was right around or before September. So I was like, ah, crap, you know, how am I going to deal with this? What am I going to do? Hadn't actually sued me yet. So it hadn't, you know, been official. She since has, I'm currently in litigation with my mother. <clears throat> so anyways, and it, it was a mate, it was a hit. And it was one of those things that I did not, I didn't expect it. I was like, wow, I'm out of the woods. I'm fucking done with, I'm sorry, I don't mean to swear. I am done with this. I am, hold on. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do this. I am, let me see if I can do the confetti. I'm done. It's over. I have got to the other side. I can say, yes, I made it through. I am done with toxic, narcissistic people. They are purged from my life. And what did the universe say? Not yet. <laughs> so I'm laughing now. It took me a while to get to this point. So, so that's what I'm dealing with. I'm, I'm, uh, I, later today, I should get her response to my demure, her opposition to my demure. That should happen apparently today. So we'll see what happens there. All right, here's the problem, or here's the thing I need to say. You hearing this might be thinking, oh, crap. Are you telling me that this crap never ends? I think the tests are what never end. It's like it checks you, right? And this could have devastated me. This could have, and, and, and to be honest, this could destroy, this could financially completely, I could go bankrupt as a result of this. Um, I think I have a 99.5% chance of getting this thrown out. Uh, let's say worst case scenario, that doesn't happen and I lose. Uh, I wasn't anticipating a huge bill. Um, and it will probably bankrupt me. And what I will say on that is I've made, I, you know, I, I'm to the point, and this is where you guys have to get to the point too, where you just don't fucking care anymore. It's like, whatever, you know, I can sit here and worry about this crap that's happening. I can worry about what people are doing. I can worry about what my kids are or are not doing. I can, you know, we can all do that. But does it move the needle to you getting your life back? Does it, does it move the needle to get you where you ultimately want to go? Now, I completely understand that somebody throwing rocks at you, it gets tiring. And if, you, if they get a couple of good hits, you know, it could be devastating. But, you know we ultimately have the decision on how we are going to respond and react and deal with these folks. Now, I'm, this is tough. This is not a fun experience. And I want this shit to stuff to be over. 
You know, I really figured, and this is, and this is where the dilemma is, right? It's like, okay, we have our ideas and our thoughts, and this is where it kind of ties back into what we used to think or what we expected with our relationships, with our marriages, what the vision we had of where our future was going, where our family was going, where our finances were going, where we expected to be in 10 years. And the reality is, is none of us gets a guarantee of 10 years. You hopefully we do. Hopefully I'm still kicking around 10 years from now, you know, but I mean, you don't know and you don't know what's going to happen. Excuse me. So you have to, you know, roll with it and just understand, especially with toxic people, when you surround yourself with these fucking people, they don't let you go easily. And when it's family, and I know we have a few people who have family issues on this, it makes it even more complicated. You know, I actually, it's funny. I had a conversation with my brother the other day and I told him about this and he's just like, oh my God. You know what? I'm not even going to say what he said. If I said it before, then anybody who was watching before knows. It wasn't a very nice thing to say. Anyways, my point is this. You have to pick, you know, when you take a hit, you're going to have to take a step back and and recharge your batteries and, and figure out how you're going to deal with it. And then pick yourself up and move forward. I mean, I did not anticipate this. I mean, I, I, I anticipated some other things. I anticipated some health issues, which I still haven't really been able to di- deep dive into, but that's what I figured this year was going to be. But unfortunately, now it looks like this year is starting out with a bunch of court stuff. Uh, I have court dates in January now. I figure since since uh, I'm I'm in the court mindset, I might as well I might has I might as well also start fighting the uh, <clears throat> alimony thing. Excuse me. So, anyways, my point is. Don't take a hit, and I know we deal with a lot of them, and and let it destroy everything. I I wish that I was, I'm better at this than I have been, right? I mean, in the past, in the early days of the divorce and everything, all of these things were so devastating that it just, it wiped me out emotionally and mentally for an extended period of time. To be perfectly honest, I'm surprised I still have a job after all of this. I completely understand now why people who go through this can end up losing their careers and their jobs because you start crashing down so far, your performance is absolutely affected. And most companies really don't care. Anyways, hang in there. Hang in there with me and uh, we'll see how this goes. And as you... As the old timers know, your life changes, your perspective changes, what you care about, what you put your energy to, energy into changes, and the effect that these folks have to drag you back down into the pit of hell diminishes. So let me know what you think about that. And let me jump back into the comments. <clears throat> oh, the wife says, I tossed the link. Up in the Discord. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. 
Tim says, uh, Ted, my oldest just turned 16, so stay off the road in Michigan for a while. That's hilarious. That's pretty funny. Man. It's, it's weird with my kids being, what, it's 18, 22, and 24. And the, and the two oldest in February will turn, what, 25 and 23. That's just insane. Insane. John says, hi, Dwayne. Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year to you too, sir. Tiffany says, hey, all, and did the super chat. So thank you so much for that. Tim says, 10 years in a great, oh, sorry, let me back up. 10 years is a great achievement. In my nearly 10 years since divorce, I have had many more two dates and running experience. Wait a minute. I have had many more two dates and run experiences that I want to remember. I think you're saying you've had too many I'm not sure what you mean on that, Tim. Sorry about that. Why <laughs> says DSD? You have a life. Was this uh, was this court approved? Oh yeah. See, and that's the whole thing with this, right? What happens is, is when these folks realize, wait a minute, you're breaking free, you're getting away. Oh no, this will not do. Amazing. Reminds me of of uh, the Pink Floyd. I'm. I don't, <laughs> if I had more caffeine, maybe I would jump into a worm, Your Honor. <clears throat> the Crown can plainly see the prisoner who now stands before you. Clearly, has been caught red-handed showing feelings, feelings of an almost human nature. This will not do. Oh, dear God. Anyways. <laughs> Tim, uh, Ted says to Tim, where are the good women? So here's the thing. And this goes for men and women. You have to emotionally heal from whatever got you into the mess that you are in, which typically comes down to uh, boundaries and subconscious uh subconscious self-worth, limited self-worth, where you basically feel like you don't deserve better. And the sad part about that is that it's subconscious and people will sabotage relationships that are good relationships whenever they subconsciously, the little voice in their head is saying, you are not worthy. You, sir, ma'am, do not deserve love. You are unlovable. When you have that little peach of a narrative running in your head, it keeps your boundaries down. And then what your self-conscious does is it seeks to reward you with what you uh, are programming it or telling it what it wants. It's kind of like a very simplified version of that whole the secret craze that was going on many years ago. You know, it's like, oh, think about a Lamborghini and it will appear. Well, the reality is, is if you are, and this is what happened to me, if you are telling yourself that you deserve chaos, you get chaos. And when a, something occurs that a healthy person would say, oh, hell no, I'm not doing this, you don't have a good boundary. And you people can whittle your boundaries down. That is why I would highly encourage anybody who has not worked through this, do not date you are risking a cataclysm. 
And what I will tell you, what I've seen uh, many times in real life, is the universe, or God, will give you another opportunity to learn the lesson. And what that means is, if you didn't figure it out at this level, the next time, I'm going to ramp it up and make it really painful so it's harder for you to ignore. Since you are feeling the pain now, deal with it now. Take care of it now. Give yourself time to make sure you don't do this again. And that takes time. I mean, that you have to give yourself time for it. And it's, I'll tell you, it's tough. I was kind of fortunate living in the middle of nowhere, being up in leadership and where I work. So pretty much all the 300 people that were in the organization either work directly, indirectly or whatever. I mean, I, it was like one of those things where it's like, okay, that dating pool is, is out of bounds. So I didn't really have an opportunity to interact with people. And my point on this is to, and I hate to say this because this is like a, you know, a stupid move on my part. If I could have found somebody who in my mind was a better version of the ex, I would have ignored any red flag just to, to show the world that I was still lovable and I could find somebody and F you. And I know, I mean, there's a chance that I could have found somebody like Debbie back then. But uh, the, the more than likely what would have occurred is I would have found somebody who was probably 10 times worse than my ex. Does that make sense? So give yourself the space to heal from it. And I actually met Debbie when I finally was like, you know what? I'm not worried about this anymore. I don't care. I don't care if the ex is going around telling everybody, see, I was the best thing that ever happened. Hold on, let me do it zoomed up. I was the best thing that ever happened to him and he'll never find anybody. He'll be alone forever. You know, I used to worry about that. I've been like, oh, you know, oh, hell no. Hell no. But uh, when I finally made my peace with that, I, I really shortly after, it was freaking strange how this works. It's like once you, once you graduate from the lesson, it's like the next thing in your life comes up. Does that make sense? Anyways, curious, curious what you think of that. So, Tim, that's my thought on that. There are good people out there. We just have to get ourselves to where we are ready to find them so that they will find us. Here's the other thing. Somebody who is emotionally... Um, emotionally... God, what's the best way to say? I'll use the vibration thing because I don't really understand it, but that seems to be the common way. It's like, you know, if you're at this level and you're a low, you know, you know, low, low vibration, <clears throat> you attract things and people at that level. And as you move up, you attract people at the similar level and you basically purge out the negative stuff out of it, right? So here's the reality is, is that if you haven't dealt with your stuff and you're, hold on, I get my, my confusing hands. So if you're here and someone's here, you're not, they're not going to be looking for you because you're like, you're not, they don't want that crap in their lives, right? So give yourself the time to heal. 
Give yourself the time and the space to make your peace with it. I used to, I'm trying to remember. I used to, let me see if I pull this up. I haven't pulled this up in a while. Um, let me go to, click on to my website, the deadsurvivingdivorce.com website. <clears throat> Excuse me. There is, where is it at? Resources. If you click on the resources tab, you know, every time I do this when I'm live, it's really slow. This first book, Rebuilding When Your Relationship Ends by Bruce Fisher and Robert Alberti. This was a game changer for me. Actually, I forgot. I haven't talked about this book in a while. That really helped me understand that process I was just talking about. And I don't know if they talked about it in Vibrate. It's been, a, I mean, it's been years since I've read that book. Probably ugh, maybe 10 years, eight years. It's been a long time. And I wonder if I can click into it. Uh, let me let me do this first so that I make I don't dox myself. <clears throat> excuse me. Great. I apologize and say excuse me. Then I sniff in the in the microphone. Uh, so this is the book, uh, Rebuilding When Your Relationship Ends. I think it was before 2016 that it was it was made. I wonder if I can. It, but it talks about this, right? And and, and the the reality is is. If you, or when you, well, that didn't work. When you go through this process, even if, even if, let's say, like right now, being alone probably is scary to most people, but you will get to the point, not from a place of anger, like, you know, F them, I'll be alone. Um, a place of peace where you're like, you know what? I'm okay alone. I don't mind being alone. I have, I have interests I like to do. I have people I like to hang out with and I'm a very private person. I mean, I have a very small group of, of people that I, that I will hang out with. I'm not a social butterfly. I, there are some things I will do. Like I will, the only event that I will go to that has multiple people is the Antelope Valley Overland store, store, store in Lancaster, California, I will go to their, oh, wow, maybe maybe I shouldn't say this. I will go to some of his events whenever I'm not uh, camping because I really like the guy. I respect the dude, and I, and I want to support his business. But other than that, I, I don't like groups of people. I don't like crowds. And my point is, is that I used to feel uncomfortable. Like when, when the beginning, sta beginning stages of this divorce, the idea of being alone the idea of even going out to a restaurant and sitting there by myself gave me an anxiety, a panic attack, an anxiety attack. I don't know if anyone else is, 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 has that issue. But it's, um, <clears throat> you know, and I didn't think, it, it's hard, right? And it, I did not think that I would be able to get on the other side of that. I figured, oh, crap, this is something. I'm just going to have to learn to deal with the pain the discomfort. And what happened over time is I, I made my peace with it and I don't mind it. I go to eat by myself. I use the eating as a, as a issue because that used to drive me crazy. It's like, Ooh, that's just weird. Who the, who would go out and eat in a restaurant by themselves? That's bizarre. You know, ugh, you know, why would you do that? And I don't mind it. Christ. I do it uh, almost once a week. If I'm in town, because my favorite little Mexican food place has a has a Sunday 
a Sunday brunch, and they have this really <laughs> they have this really great potato chorizo and jalapeno thing that they do, and it's actually kind of come into a, a a running joke between the between the main guy there where he keeps trying to find the hottest jalapenos to burn my face off, which a couple of weeks ago he did. I mean, normally I can handle decent spicy stuff, but I mean, I had this one where I took a little bite and I was like, oh my God, I felt like my face was on fire. Anyways, I digress. But my point is, is that it took me a long time to get to that. You have to, you have to deal with your, you know, your, your, your childhood wounds, so to speak, to prepare yourself to be willing and able to accept good people into your life, good people in relationships, good people, uh, friendships, you know, and, and the sad part is, is that when you're going through that transition, oftentimes what happens is, is you feel really alone because you start to realize that everybody that's been in your life up to this point or up to that point has been not the most fun person to have around, if that makes sense. All right. I'm going to go back into the comments. Uh, oh, I, this, I'm finally to the point where someone heard the uh, super chat thing. So apparently if you super chat, this happened earlier in the show, if you just tuned in, I, I turned on this thing that puts an overlay on the screen and makes noise. <laughs> and it freaks me the, the heck out whenever, uh, whenever Tiffany did a super chat. That's hilarious. All right. So let me see where else. Oh, if you guys want to get get my attention, do at DSD. And if you have a question, just put questions so I know that you're trying to get a hold of me. All right. See, now I'm doing the thing where I'm trying to read through the comments to figure out where we want to, to go. Oh, again, if you want to, if you want me to turn the phone lines on, let me know in the comments on the live show and I will do that. Um, I have to pay while it's running. So, um, and with my hiatus, the, the, the funds rolling in have, have reduced. So I have to be a little more careful with, uh, where my pennies are going. Anyways, uh, all right. Joe Clemens says, DSD, is your mom feeding off your next? Yes, absolutely. They are two peas in a pod. And I could not be more happy for them that they get to spend most of their time together away from me. So um, it's kind of weird. Yeah, my brother wrote her off many years ago. Uh, and I guess I just wasn't smart enough to realize that I was in a viper den. All right, let's see. All right, I'm just reading through some of the comments, looking for a question. FPS, is that is that frames per second, sir? Let me know. That's funny. Uh, says, that is so crazy. How old is your mother? Uh, 70 something, 78 maybe. You know what? Let me look. Uh, if it'll, if it'll pop up, uh, do, 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 scroll down. Oh crap. I have to do math now. 47. 
What's it, 47? 76. Approximately 70, 76 years old. Yep. Isn't that awesome? Good times. So, it's funny. I was talking with another YouTuber about this. Trying to figure out when I was <clears throat> conferring with uh, strategies on how to deal with this. And, uh, and this is before, when it, when it looked like they were threatening to sue, I'm like, really? Is this really going to happen? And he's like, dude, your mother's a beep. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's probably going to happen. He was correct. He also feels that uh, I have a good argument to make this go away and potentially go for costs. So we shall see, because this is already costing me money because the file you have to pay. So no matter what these people, you know, that's the thing is, is I think the, the thing about narcissistic, toxic people, the only thing when you, when you put up a good boundary and you're going no contact, the only thing is that, the, that they can do that forces you to interact with them is court because anything else you could basically ignore, you could ignore. And that's what I've done for like the last seven, eight years when they've been playing this game is I'm just like, you know what? You're toxic. You're dangerous. I knew that if I said anything wrong, it would blow up in my face. So I just wouldn't respond. And uh, now this is what I'm dealing with because you know, I have to respond. I mean, the only other thing I could have done and I did consider this is I could have filed for bankruptcy <clears throat> and uh, at that point saying that the, that the bill was legit and that, cause it would push me over the edge. It would be, it'd be pretty bad. Um, cause I was trying to think it's like, how can I make this go away? If, if I had, if I had money and I could just pay the bill, I would do that just, just to minimize the stress and anxiety because this has, been weighing on me. It's like, it's like this low level pain, you know, like a dull toothache that just won't go away. Anyways. All right. <laughs> John says, I lucked out. My mom died. I, uh, Sir, I can relate to that. Actually, I think that had that happened, I think probably her spouse would have come after me. So I don't think I would have, uh, I don't think it would have completely finished it. So unfortunately, this is probably one of those things that I'm going to have. I'm okay. Getting back to that. This is one of those things that I'm going to, I am going to have to go through. And I, I, I'm trying to think of the right word for this. It's 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 not pleasant, you know. I'm not having any fun with this, but it's um I don't know. I you know it's like one of those things where it's like, huh? It's almost like okay, so what's going to happen next? What's you know what's the next what's the next thing that's going to really happen? Not really sure. Not really sure what's going on. And, uh, you know, and I'm, and I'm okay 
with it, basically. That makes sense. You know, it's like, okay. I mean, even if the worst case, even if everything goes to crap, I'm okay, right? I mean, you know, I think I'm at the point, you know, like you hear the comment about, you know, no more Fs to give. And I made videos about that in the past. And I I really feel that that's, you know, you get to a point where you're just, you're so emotionally drained from dealing with this and having this toxicity in your life that you want to get, you know, you want to just get past it or you want to not get past it. You get to the point where it's like, okay, I can think and worry about this. And some things you have to, and I have some stuff at work that's going on as well that I just can't, I can't get away from that I have to deal with. But at the same time, you're like, okay, but do I want to focus all my energy and time on this? And the reality is, no, you don't. So you chart, you, you try to incorporate things into your life that give you, or move the needle to where you want to go, that gives you more peace, that gives you more, more uh, uh, opportunity to just live your life, to, to, to find some joy and, and serenity and peace into it. Now, and understand that life is churn, right? There's things that are going to happen. And it's like, how do you, how do you respond to it? How do you react to it? Ultimately, the only thing that we really have control of is our own interactions and reactions to this. All right, so I'm going to start trying to scroll down because I know I am getting way backed up. Actually, I asked a question to FP. Oh man, I should. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll do this. I'll tag that one, and then I'm gonna go down because FPS answered my question, and I wanna. I wanna respond to that. Uh, where are you at? Oh, you know what? I can do a search. I can do a search. FPS. <gasps> and. Thank you, Michael, for just subscribing. I don't know if you're on the live stream, but uh, that didn't scare me as much as as the super chat one did earlier. That was cool. That Kenny, that's a, a stream stream elements. I used to use that in the past, and I forgot about it. And it came up the other day. And I'm like, huh? And it took me like about four hours to remember where the site was. Anyways, but that sadly it, it distracts me. All right, let's see. Oh, FPS had said to Joel Kaman, wow, crazy. My mother isn't either. She's 68 and no mental deterioration yet. Oh, geez. In other words, her evil waves are spot on. Uh, full steam ahead, uh, full steam ahead still with her narc ways. Oh, sorry to hear that, man. Oh, wow, there was a lot of parts I missed. All right, here you said it says DSC, no, it's not frames per second. It's the initials of my service service business I run. I'm a piano tuner. A piano tuner. That's that's freaking cool, man. That's outstanding. I don't even know what to say to that. That's pretty cool. All right. Let's see here. Let me get back to where I was. Uh, so scrolling back. Scrolling back. Oh, wow. I'm so far behind. I apologize on that. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, I'm not as far behind as I thought. Okay. All right. Let's see here. 
Visible Friend says, DSA, hey, hi, hello. Join this gal in celebrating two years since my eyes were open watching a YouTube video on gaslighting. Woohoo, I keep taking him, what? I kept, I kept, past tense, taking him back from 17 until 61, a mere 44 years to see it. All right, hold on, let me, I gotta do the, I gotta do the confetti thing. Visible friend, congratulations. And you know what? I don't, to me, whenever you finally get to the point that you realize this, every day post narc to me is a good day. It's like you've taken your life back. You're no longer living in that, that cloud and that fog and that illusion. And you're living in reality. Although reality can be painful sometimes, it's better than being blinded by what's going on. My take on it. So congratulations. Even if you're 61, you finally figured it out. Good for you. Congratulations, visible friend. Oh, the secret word. I'm trying to figure out the wise. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? The wise says to DSC, the secret cave crave. The secret crave works. My Lamborghini arrived. I just have to get it out of the Amazon box. A bit hard to squeeze into, but I'm done paying child support. I should fit without issue. That was my when I was talking about the secret earlier. That's pretty funny. Oh, Huna, uh, Huna Matata did the, I can't see it, but it said, uh, did the hand pink waving to all, says hi all. Outstanding. All right. Uh, FPS said to John, yep, years of depression, meds, not working, antipsychotics, misdiagnosis of multiple things, all to finally realize I'm not the problem. It's been everyone around me abusing me all along. You know what's funny, FPS? I just had a conversation with Debbie about this the other day. And I'm like, I've been under so much stress and anxiety for majority of my life, you know? And it's like, I, I want to get to the other, I mean, really get to the other side of this. And, and I'm pretty confident that once I'm done with this last round of bullshit, that I'll go back to being just a kind of a calm, you know, happy go lucky person. Like I haven't even been able to make myself edit. I got some camping videos that are in the in the can, so to speak, that I, I just cannot get myself. Every time I open up Final Cut, I'll like edit for like two or three minutes and then I stop because I'm just it's it's I don't know. It's it's like <clears throat> I'm in this funk. And uh, it's been it's been kind of frustrating. So but I know that when everything is when all the crap is is kind of purged and it's like at bay, I feel really good, you know? And I think I'm going to bring your comment back up. I think this is a, a struggle. I think a lot of us have when we've been around toxic people, majority of our lives, including our childhood. It's like you get conditioned that you're constantly depressed. You're constantly anxious. You're constantly feeling stressed. You know, I used to have this problem where my hands were constantly sweaty. I mean, I even at one point, was like, you know, should I go get that freaking surgery that disconnects that gland so my hands don't sweat? Because it's gross, you know, every time you go to meet somebody, you're wiping your hands. And that's pretty much gone away. Now, maybe, maybe it's, you know, food or something else. But what I will say is as some of this crap is ramped back up, that problem has crept back up. And it's like, oh my God, you know, that, that, that issue I had from years was because of that anxiety and stress 
that low-grade anxiety and stress that I dealt with from childhood into adulthood. So I think, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not a, I'm not a medical professional. Um, if, if, you know, you need to do what's right for you and you need to find out what's going on, but it would not surprise me if most people post all this stuff do not need the medication and the different therapies that these environments and situation kind of make us have to deal with, if that makes sense. So I appreciate you saying that FPS. Cause that was, that was a, that's, that's a good one. I put it back up on the screen. All right, let's see. I Tumblr says DSD. Hey, Dwayne, hope you had a great Christmas and feeling better. I do feel much better. I mean, I still feel like I got a little bit of it lingering, like, you know, Hey, don't forget me, meaning whatever the heck I have. I think it's a, I think I have a, probably a upper respiratory infection again. That's kind of what it feels like. Kind of thought I was having a heart attack the other day. That was kind of, that wasn't fun, but Hey, (laughs) I'm still here. (laughs) So, but it also feels like when it's a very similar feeling whenever I have, um, an upper respiratory infection. Uh, sorry, I, I miss, I got sidetracked. I got my normal parenting time. Wait a minute. Hold on. Christmas and feeling better. I got my normal parenting time. No supervised visitation. All right, hold on. I got to do the, I need to add a button for this. Congratulations. I tumblers. That is outstanding. Um, I'm going to, well, I can do it manually. That's great because if, if you folks know his situation, his ex was playing basically the silver bullet, really trying to uh, set him up. Uh, at gosh darn it, I need to keep this on the screen longer. At emergency hearing, wait a minute, let me back up. I got my normal parenting time, no supervised visitation at emergency hearing, and CPS closed my investigation. Winning, sir, that is outstanding. Con- I'm going to do that again because that that was that is outstanding. <clears throat> So congratulations. I you know, see, and here's the crazy part about this. For being outside of his story, when he was talking about it, this is what the outcome I thought it was going to be. But I also know that if I was him going through that, like even me, like I, I'm confident that my current situation is going to resolve itself, but what if, right? So I'm sure tumblers until he had that emergency hearing was like, what if this sticks? What if they believe her. What if they're like, well, wait a minute, you know what? You, and you don't know. And these fucking people drag you into this. And like I was talking about earlier, you know, when you, whenever you go the court route, you have to show up. So I, hell, technically, even whenever they go the CPS route, you still have to show up because there's no way around it. You can't just, you know, you can't just extricate yourself from the situation. I tumblers, if you are willing to call in, let me know and I will turn the phone lines in. I know you do call in periodically. You may not want to, though, considering uh, the stress this has probably caused you. I feel like there's a background hum in the audio. If you guys hear that, let me know. Because I, I, when I try to make a noise, I'll mute it and, it and it seems like it's going away. Let me know if I have clean audio or if I have a problem. All right. 
The wise says nothing wrong with being alone forever if your other choice is another narc. Oh, I, oh my God. I, I know some people who have really toxic spouses and they are so deathly afraid of being alone that they are destroying their lives because in their mind, being alone would be worse. And it's so, it's so sad to watch. Okay, I see a few people saying it sounds good. So thank you, John, for that. I appreciate it. I got two chat windows open so I can see what's current and I can, and then I have my one I can highlight off of. All right. Oh, Diane, this is a good one. So Diane says, I left mine and boy, he loves to play that up as a victim. How dare I leave him after all the years of hell? You know, and it doesn't matter. I mean, it's like it, it, no matter what you do with a toxic narcissistic person, they will spin it somehow that, that they're the victim. You should have pity on me. The other person is, is horrible. And it, it, the sad part is, is that if you're just cursory, you know, flying around, you don't know what to, you don't, you don't know what to believe. And I mean, I used, oh my God, I used to fall into that. Hold on. I'm trying to figure a way to where I can keep my, my comments up on the screen longer. I know there's a way to do this stream. I apologize. I get so easily sidetracked. Video, audio interview. Huh. I know there's a way to do, do this. I can't remember how I did it. Oh, automatically hide comments after. Let's do 90 seconds. All right, found it. So I'm going to pull that back up. Uh, I'm going to do this again. So Diane says, I left mine, and boy, he loves to play the victim. How dare I leave him after all these years of hell? And what I was saying is, is that these people love to play the victim. It doesn't matter what you do. You could stick around, and if they finally decide they don't want to toy with you anymore, then they'll somehow, and the crazy part is, is you could turn around and say, everything that I'm saying is because I'm a narc and I'm the, and I'm playing the victim. You know I mean? It, and it's, it's hard to figure out. It's like, well, what's, what's real now for me personally, I just stay out of this crap. I mean, if I wasn't running this channel, I wouldn't be talking about this anymore. The only way I would ever engage in this is if I had a friend in real life who was going through it and needed support, I absolutely would, would try to help them. But again, what I mentioned earlier is, is I'm kind of antisocial, so I don't really have a lot of people I hang out with. So for the most part, I don't know anybody who's going through this. I'm well, one person, but their situation, they didn't have kids. It happened really quick and it turned out pretty better, easy for them. Anyways, so, yeah, I mean, and, and then that kind of rolls into, uh, Diane, this is why, <clears throat> excuse me, let me try to get on my mindset for narcissistic abuse recovery, mindset for narcissistic abuse recovery playlist, easy for me to, me to say, this black hole thinking video, super important. It, that That right there is critical because... You have to get to the point where you don't give a crap of what is going on in their world, in their house, 
what they're what they're saying. All of that because it's a way for them to drag you back in. And I'll tell you, you, you know, and Diane, you probably can relate to this. When I finally left, I was I went through that like, oh my God, I've been like I've been a victim for you know I've been a victim for for twenty years, twenty two years. I've been living in this hell. And I'm finally breaking free. And I'm sitting there. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not owning. It's not the right word, but I'm sitting there like, oh my God, this is my reality. And then I hear, then I hear she's telling everyone else that's her story. And I was like pissed. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Seriously? And then I didn't have time to react because then the freaking flaming spears started coming. And I was like, oh, I better get my game face on because this, this person is trying to destroy me. All right, I'm scrolling down. Diane says, people come into your life either as lessons or blessings. And Dwayne, oh, and Dwayne, you are a blessing. Okay, everyone, I did not read that first. I just saw it and I'm like, okay, I'll read it. I didn't, I didn't. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. You're making me blush. I appreciate that. FPS says to John, oh, I'm there now. Learning about psych- psychopaths, cluster B disorder, etc. was all I needed. It was like an insta-cure for all my problems I've been trying to solve my whole life. Oh, my God. FPS, man. Have you been on the, sh- on the channel before? Because your, your name is definitely new. But uh, that, what you just said right there, I can absolutely relate to that. I remember working with a therapist and it's weird because, I mean, before all this happened, I thought therapists were witch doctors and stupid. And I was spiraling out of control. I mean, I was actually even at the point where I'm like, maybe I need to be in an inpatient thing because I am just getting worse. And uh, one day, one session, I mean, the, the therapist is like, you know, I don't. I've, I've only talked to your ex once on the phone, you know, so I'm not diagnosing her, but you, sir, sound like you have all the traits of somebody who has been a target of narcissistic abuse from somebody who has narcissistic personality disorder. And she's like, I am not diagnosing. And I remember when she said it, when, when she first said that, I'm like, oh, give me a break. Really? All right, fine. NPD. I'll look at it when I get home. I was actually annoyed and very dismissive. <laughs> and then I went home. <laughs> and then I went home and I did a search on narcissistic personality disorder. And it was like, holy crap. My entire life was laid out in front of me. Now, at the time, I didn't realize how far it went back. But, I mean, everything, it was like that day, that binge reading of, of reading comments and websites, watching videos, it was like, holy crap, this is exactly, I mean, like, I'm surprised there's not a picture of her. And this is a crazy part. What we all come to, to realize, if you're new at this, this might be a shock. They all do the same thing. They all play the same game. They all read from the same playbook. So that's why oftentimes when you when you find these communities, you're just blown away because it's like, holy crap, 
this is the same behavior. How the hell can my ex-wife act like someone else's ex-wife in Mumbai? You know, or why is it that my ex-wife, and I'll get this comment sometimes from, from women saying, oh my God, what you're describing is what I've been living with with my ex-husband. And I'm like, yeah, because they all follow the same playbook. Now, there are some traits that men gravitate towards and women you know, gravitate towards, but, but they all use the same damn playbook. Oh, okay, let's see. All right, I'm scrolling down. I don't like Walmart. John says, Dwayne, or hell, Dwayne, I don't like Walmart. I think you're saying you don't like groups of people. I, I don't like crowds. The only thing I can do, if it's something I really want to do, like for instance, let's see, let me come up with an example. The latest example that I had, I, before I bought my, here, let me pull this up because it gives me an opportunity to talk about this. God, I keep on, I got to move this button because every time I almost hit the end of the show button. So before I purchased my, or before I took a loan to get my camper, the only reason that's important is because if I knew, just going back for a second, if if that if that loan thing that my mom is trying to say was legit, I wouldn't have all that crap that I did that last year with to do stuff with my daughter. Uh, I wouldn't have done because I would have needed that money to pay this bill that I didn't know I had. I digress. What I'm trying to say is, when I was first looking into this, um, I there was an event down in San Diego where the super Pacific people, let me see if I can pull that up. Let me do this real quick. I'm going to go like this. Uh, super Pacific USA. So when the super Pacific folks went, uh, they, they, you can uh, actually, they have, they, they're branching out to where you can like buy one in San Diego and they'll ship it. They're in Portland, Oregon. Anyways, they had an event. I went to that and there were people and I forced myself to do it because I was really interested in this product and I wanted to learn more and I wanted to talk to people about it. So it's like, if there's something that I'm really interested in, I can, I'll, I'll do it. So I guess my anxiety or whatever on that is not as bad as it could be, but uh, yeah, I don't like groups of people. My ex used to drag, I mean, knew this and would drag me to like the mall on Christmas and I, I literally, I could do it for a little while. And what I would ultimately do is I would have to leave her and the kids and go stand outside and get away from everybody, get away from the noise, the people, the motion, because it would freak me out. Does anyone else have that issue? That's, it, it was, it's very annoying. I wish I didn't have that. I mean, and I guess technically I've never dealt with it. All I, do, <laughs> I just don't, I don't go to those places anymore. All right, let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, hey, Wooz. Wooz is on. Hey, Dwayne, nice to... Uh, hey, Dwayne, nice to you. Nice to see you, as I think what you're saying, saying, sir. 
Uh, oh, this is good. Diane says, more peace, less boops. Exactly. Oh, and if you become a channel member, you get the special boop emo emoji. So I'm going to do this in the chat right now. If you go uh, boop, if it, it's a special customized icon with a big finger going boop. <laughs> uh, I, I hope you guys don't mind that I laugh at some of this stuff now because for the longest time I couldn't. And for the longest time I felt that if I did, it would take away from the seriousness of this. And I just, I, I, I want to drag you guys out of the abyss and to the other side of this. And I, and I hope my approach, my newfangled approach is, uh, is, is helpful, warranted, yada, yada. Oh, this is true. Linda says, in my experience, narc moms get worse as they age. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a known fact that people with this issue they typically don't get better as they get older. They get worse. So um, I, I pity my children who are already dealing with stuff. And as time goes on, it's just going to get worse. My hope is that they can get to the other, they can, they can get to the other side of this as well. Anyways, all right, I'm just looking at the current comments and the old comments. Oh, Diane used to listen to Angie. I still, that, that still blows me away that she's passed away. I just, honestly, of, the, of, the, of that group of people from back then, I really figured I'd be the first one to go. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, I saw a video of hers pop up the other day. It was a short. I don't know if it was if it was an old one or if uh, if it was I know her. I think her son has been reposting some comment co content and old videos and stuff. So maybe that's what's going on. I'm not entirely sure. Anyways, I just, yeah, I wish I would have had a chance to work with her more. We did some collabs and we were going to do some stuff and my life got complicated. Ted says, Dwayne, that no contact is difficult when children in court enforced child support is involved. No contact when you have kids is basically impossible. That's why hybrid no contact, the first video in this mindset for narcissistic abuse recovery is so important because if you have kids, you do have to maintain some type of contact. If And if you are in litigation, do not go no contact because they will absolutely use that against you. You have to do hybrid no contact, which is the technique that I figured out on my own, unfortunately, because I tried no contact and that did not work and it blew up in my face. Because back in the day when I was going through this and I was looking on the YouTubes, I could not find anything that talked about uh, parent, I mean, narcissistic abuse with uh, a marriage and kids. So I had to start coming up with other things. I'm sure now that there's, there's got to be more now. Um, 
I feel like I'm the old, I'm the old timer. I'm the gray, I'm the gray beard on it. And as long as you guys still want me to do this stuff, I will. I mean, I know my numbers are pretty low, but um, I do, I do feel like it's, it's still a help and appreciated for, for people. Wow. We're over an hour. How cool is that? Um, all right. Linda says, and if I called you Lisa before, I apologize because now I think I said Lisa before. Linda says, my mom is in her 80s, very frail physically and just weaponize it. She just gets crazier and more difficult to put up with. You know, it's interesting. I, I never watched The Sopranos. Maybe some of you did. But I did watch a couple of scenes that had as our, you know, maybe it was clips. Maybe I saw it on YouTube. I'm not sure because I never watched the show. I never, I, th I think I've only watched like a couple of episodes and that's after it's been, you know, I mean, after it was over. But I think his, the main guy, guy's mom fell into this. I mean, at one point, I think she even tries to get him killed. Now, granted, I know it's fictional, but I mean, these people do exist. So... Maybe that was a bad example, but it's just, I guess what my point is, is that these behaviors have been in our face and normalized for decades. You know, it's not like this is just something that just, you know, came up, you know, reared its ugly head. And it's like, oh my God, let's go back to the old days when this didn't happen. I think this always happened. I mean, another good example, I just watched a Killing of a Flower Moon that that new the the movie about the Osage in Oklahoma I tell you if you haven't watched that and you don't want to see pure evil don't watch that movie I mean you need to cuz it's like it's history and it did really happen but the the problem I had with that is you know the quote unquote love story was a freaking nightmare. I mean, at one point when, when Debbie and I started watching that movie and we paused for something, I'm like, all right, you know, clicky click, clacky clack. I looked it up and saw the, you know, really what happened. And I'm like, oh my God, there's no redemption arc in this. And it was hard for me. It was a hard watch because it was like, how can somebody pretend to be in, which I mean, see, and probably the reason is, is subconsciously, it tickles, it tickles a little piece of my own personal experience, which would probably be the same for you guys, is you realize that, you know, somebody is absolutely lying to this person, is actively murdering their family and trying to, to take them out. And they don't know. They're, they think that this person, you know, like, you know, okay, this person is in my, I used to feel that way with my, I used to feel that way with my ex that, hey, this person's in my corner. The one person in the world, the one person in the world that I can trust over everyone is my wife. And when you realize that that's not the case, it's devastating. And to watch it on the screen in, 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 in 9,000 times worse than probably anything any of us have ever experienced. And it's just like, oh my God, you know, I mean, it's like these anyways, I don't want to spoil it. I'm just telling you that if you're expecting, don't watch it. If you're expecting a, a decent ride that doesn't freaking have some trigger points, 
just be prepared. I was not prepared. I thought that movie was going to be, I mean, I figured it was not going to be great. Um, you know, the concert, I mean, what was happening is really good. I mean, I looked at Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, Robert De Niro. I mean, really great actors. It's like, okay, anything they're in, they're good at. And I mean, and Leonardo did an outstanding job. But anyway, so anybody, anybody listening, if you watch that movie, uh, let me know if you saw it and if you liked it. I'm torn on it. I mean, I think as time goes on, I liked it more and I think it's important, but it was not what I was expecting. Uh, not what I was expecting at all. FPS says DSD. I started blocking on my phone, the narcs in my life, sister, ex kids, moms, ex friends. Have you done that with your mom and or other narcs in your life? It's been really, really nice for me. Yes, sir. I have. Um, I had to unblock. Uh, I had to unblock my mom because of court. So um, at least I think I have. I don't know if she's tried to send me an email. But because of this, um, I had to to do that. Uh, the ex I have, I intended to block, but I haven't. But technically, I think she has me blocked on everything other than phones. Uh, so, but I I'll also have rules, and anytime she sends me stuff, it automatically goes to a to an overflow box. So I generally I have to go looking for it to see it. Um, and she typically doesn't send me anything, you know, but, uh, other than that, no, I haven't blocked anyone else. I just, I phased some people out that I just don't talk to anymore. Um, and a few of them basically it's like when they would call, it's just, I didn't, you know, I wasn't able to answer and I just didn't call them back. But yeah, I mean, purging toxic people out of your life is, it can be tough, but it's also critically important to take in your life back. Wu says, oh, my dad asking for all my money during my divorce was great. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. So you, sounds like you had the same issue or similar issue. Oh, that's what you said earlier. What happened? That bill reared its head. Um, the short version is, is 12 years, you know, 12 years later, it's like you're getting your life back. How dare you? How dare you, sir? I need that. How, how I need that, that how dare you button. Uh, let's see. Scrolling around the comments are the conversations that Jokeman says, DSC, here's a quick thought. Open the telephone lines. Maybe we can catch you up in the chat that way. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Oh, Ted says HD tutor, man, that, that guy's a hard guy to listen to, too is a diagnosed MPT on his channel. He says, as soon as you know that someone is a narcissist, just leave immediately. Yeah, he's a, uh, is he still, is he still up? Let me, uh, uh, let's see here. Let's go YouTube HD two door. He's probably got a million subscribers by now. Yeah. See, I can't, I can't grow. Yep. HD tutor, knowing the narcissist. Uh, I think that's the right, wait a minute. H yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, is that his channel? Am I on the right one? Am I on the correct one? Yeah, it's, it, when I, I haven't listened to him in, in years. And honestly, whenever I, I did, it, it kind of made me feel sick to my stomach. When you're around, or you hear really toxic people, you're like, you, you just, you, you start to be able to detect it. 
Oh, it's a good one. Diane says, when in doubt, look behind you and see where you were so much better. Yeah, that's important. And it's hard to do because sometimes the pain keeps going and it feels like you just can't get away from it. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I will. Let me turn on. I'll go ahead and start the phone line in case somebody does want to call in. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. So that's working. Uh, now I have to start it. Start show. Okay. Oh, wow. That didn't work. Probably because I sat here too long and didn't start it. Um, okay. That did not work. My shows. Sorry, guys. Yeah, there we go. I just waited too long. I apologize for that. All right. Okay. Yeah, Linda says, I can't stand H.C. Tudor, Tudor's voice. He's like an evil Hugh Grant. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You, 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 you just feel it, right? You feel it. Anyways, wow. Um, okay, so that I don't know what we're on. Why <laughs> says DSD smidge of humor every so often. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Uh, do, do, do. Wow, I'm way behind. Let me look at the. See, I almost have to do this backwards. So on the on the movie, Ted says epic film killer of the flower moon. I wonder if anyone else talked about that. Scrolling up from the bottom. All right. Oh, interesting. Ted says, Dr. Martha Stout, 13 rules for dealing with sociopaths in everyday life. That sounds like an interesting book. Let me see if I can pull that one up. That sounds interesting. 13. Whoops. Get on the key. Rules uh, for dealing. Come on. Can I spell dealing correctly? With... Sociopaths in everyday life. Might help if I spell everyday life. Oh, well, that didn't come up. Huh. All right, let me, uh, let me try Dr. Whoops. Whoops. Why is this, why is this? Giving me grief. Now I can't. Okay. Well, that didn't work. Doctor. Let's see. Now I'm doing a search for Dr. Martha Stout. Uh... I don't, you must, it must be a video or something. Okay. Uh, I do see that uh, she has some books. And you can see I'm trying to buy some shirts over here. I don't know how to make that go away. That's annoying. Uh, <laughs> so, if you, so if you think I need more black shirts, 
because that's all I wear. Well, other than this gray one, uh, you know, that would be a great super chat. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. All right. So apologize for uh, for that. Uh, do, do, do. <laughs> the Y says laughter is far cheaper than a criminal defense attorney. Yes, sir. That is correct. It just took me many, many years to get to the point where I could laugh. Anyways. Oh, Ted says, Dr. Martha Stout's book is free on YouTube? Oh, it's a PDF. Oh, PDF download. Yeah, that's uh, that's the, the old uh, data mining for uh, email addresses. So, which that's not a bad thing. I mean, I, hell, I have that. If you go over to, uh, to my, I don't push it, but if you go over to my website, dadsfrivingdivorce.com, you will be able to join the newsletter, which um, does have some stuff that goes out. I need to try to revamp that. I think this whole year as I start to do things, maybe I'll turn it into a, I was thinking if I, maybe I need to do like a weekly summary. That's what I used to do. So I don't know. I'll have to see what, but, but yeah, anyways, so yeah, you can sign up for that on it. So typically what happens with that is like, Hey, sign up for my, my free ebook <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll email it to you and you get put on their email list. So I try not to send stuff too often. So, and I completely understand like with my channel, since I've been kind of dormant that now that I'm creating content again, People who've moved past this are going to be like, oh, wow, I don't want to see this anymore. I don't need that anymore. And they unsubscribe. And the numbers are showing that. <laughs> so. Anyways. Whew. All right. Oh, Record Hound, you said my, I, I didn't even, you know what's so funny? I'm going to pull this up. It says, Record Hound says, hi, Dwayne. Good to see you again. Good to see you, sir. And then you go on to say, uh, apologies. I realized that I have spelled your name wrong. You know what's funny? I used to, not used to, but it's like if I go someplace and it's like, what's the name? And I'll say Dwayne. They always do D-E-W or D-W-A-Y-N-E. And I've realized <laughs> that if I have them put Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E, if you, if you don't, if you haven't heard the name and you look at it, you don't know how to say it. And it's, it's, and I don't like doing that to people, you know, because it's like Duan, Duane, Duan, you know, I mean, it's like, it's, it's hard. So now I'm just like, I don't spell it anymore because as long as they can say it, it's, uh, it's fine. I don't, so it doesn't bother me. So, all right. Uh, Diane says, I know it's difficult to continue talking about this. I too am out and this topic definitely triggers, but it's such a lifeline. Folks need a place where people quote unquote get it. It's insidious. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess that's one reason to continue around is because other normal people who haven't had these uh, experience, um, they just don't get it because it's hard to, it's hard to believe, right? I mean, like even, even saying, telling someone that I'm being sued by my mom, it's like, what, 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 the, you know, I mean, when I've, I've mentioned it to a few people in real life 
And they're like, oh, it's your, your ex's mom. Oh, no, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, anyways. And what I will add on to that, Diane, I think, and I've made videos about this in the past, I think triggers are a good gauge of where you are at in your healing process. Meaning, like, so now when something happens, I kind of laugh at it. It's like, oh, wow, yeah, I remember that. Whereas, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago, when that same topic would come up, I would have basically a PTSD response. I would like immediately be thrown back into that time. And after a while, I realized, oh, this is a good indicator that I'm not really over this yet. So I think triggers, and it sucks because we're in this world now where, where triggers is like, you know, oh, I'm triggered. I need a puppy, you know, and it's kind of annoying where there are people who really do have triggers, right? There are people who have PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder triggers that have complex post-traumatic stress disorder triggers and they are real, you know? I think that movie we were talking about is an example of it where I was having a response to it and, but I could recognize it, right? I'm like, you know, instead of it being like, man, I don't understand why this movie is bothering me. It's like, oh, I understand why it's bothering me. It's bothering me because it's freaking pure evil. This really happened. And you're watching some, you're watching something play out that is, you know, one of the, the worst betrayals ever, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, Record Hound says, LOL, my name's Darren. That's funny because there are, and he goes, multiple spellings there. So I'm sensitive about spelling others' names right. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Like my brother is Darren, but D, oh crap. I don't use names. Ah. Strike that. Strike that from the record. Anyways. But yeah, there's multiple versions of that. So damn, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Joe Clement says, DST, my name is Jonathan, and I get John, Jonathan, Jonathan, et cetera, all the time. Yeah, you know, and, and I didn't realize that, you know, some people are very sensitive about their names. I had somebody I was dealing with the other day, and it's like, I'm trying to remember what it was. And your, your name's a good example. It wasn't, it wasn't this. But it's like, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, somebody who's Jonathan, people will have a tendency just to shorten it to say John, right? And some people don't like that for, for whatever reason. Now, I do that sometimes on, on the names with uh, on the live streams just because sometimes I have a hard time pronouncing people's names and I'm just trying to keep things moving along. But uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I wonder if there's a, you know what? And it might be a subconscious thing on that too, on why it bothers people. So I used to not like Dwayne and I actually, for the longest time, I didn't use that. I used uh, Duke. My, my dad used to call me Duke all the time. And this is, okay, rolling this back into a narcissistic thing. So when I was growing up, my, you know, my, my legal name was Dwayne. 
I got tired of all the, the you know, people, Dwayne in the bathtub, I'm drowning. I don't even know where that came from. But, I mean, people would make fun. But I'm 50, what am I, 50, what year is it? 2023? So I'm now 53. So back in my time, back in my time, whenever we used to have to walk both ways to school, people would make fun of bully people all the time. So I started using Duke, and then after my parents' divorce, I ended up in a school where somebody else was named Duke. So I just said, well, I'll just go back to Dwayne. And probably what happened on that, my guess is now, because I thought it was my idea, and I'm pulling this, extrapolating this out with some of the things that I'm dealing with or have dealt with with my own children, I'm pretty sure that my mom probably was like, well, you don't want to be called that. That's not really, you should just go to this name. I'm like, okay. As a complete disrespect to my dad, you know, actually it's kind of funny because I remember I didn't even think anything about it. And I remember when my wife at the time, wife, girlfriend, wife, probably wife. Shoot. I can't remember, but we were around my dad and he's calling me, you know, Duke, 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 Duke. And uh, I remember when we left, she was pissed. She was like, why are they calling you Duke? And I'm like, what? Why didn't I know about that? You know, and I'm like, I, what? I mean, it's like, I used to go by that. That's what he calls me. It's like, I don't even, I didn't even think anything about it. You're keeping secrets from me. Again, this is all the red flag crap that I should have seen that I ignored that should have been uh, a, a huge red flag. Oh, I need a red flag overlay. That would be interesting. Hmm, hmm. I'll have to see if I can get somebody to create that for me. But anyways, yeah, I mean, it was, it was uh, man, there were so many times where it was like, oh, my God, I knew, should have known that. Whoa. Uh, Key says you could have had a detective show called Duke. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. That's Duke of Earl. Yeah, my, my dad used to sing that to me all the time. Duke, 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 Duke of Earl, Earl, Earl. And I can't remember the rest of it. I forgot about that, man. Thanks for bringing that up. Keith, that probably means you're close to my age, would be my guess. Uh, oh, let's see. Visible Friend says, DSD, I just watched on YouTube, quote, for Pete's sake, with Barbara Streisand, oh my God, that brother and sister-in-law were prime examples of classic gaslighting. Hey, I got a question for you guys. How many people dislike watching things that kind of hit a nerve with our personal experiences? So, red flag. <laughs> I'm sorry. I... I, I clicked it before. All right. Ted says red flagistan. <laughs> I love that. Man, I need a I need a I need a way to do that. That's funny. Keith, 65. All right, sir. I figured I figured you had to be you had to be in that age. Well, you're above me, so that's funny. And I'm almost out of coffee. That's a bummer. Joel Clement says, Dwayne, the Duke of DSD. That's funny. I love that. Linda, let's see. What did you say before? 
I'm scrolling around. I'm actually current now, or actually I've missed a lot of stuff. Oh, since I'm now current, if there was a comment that you wanted me to see that I have not seen, please repost it because uh, I, I am missing that. Linda says, my son wants me to watch Whiplash, but I don't want to watch the abuse. Yeah, guys, I would say on that, be very selective of what you allow into your life. Um, even media, even content, you, you know, and, and this is, this is especially critical when you are early in the process of this because you unfortunately are really triggered by things and it can really devastate your move. I remember Debbie and I early on, we went and watched a movie. It was a movie. Well, I'm trying to remember what it was about. Ah, uh, crap. Who's the guy that's in Ozarks? Ozark. Cast. Jason Bateman. Okay, so Jason Bateman. Movies. Uh, do, do, do. What? Where? Where? where this is where I think it was I think it was this one we went to go see and this was a colossal mistake this was way early on in our relationship this is where I leave you uh let's see if I can get to the point where I can read this says, after their father passes away, four grown siblings are forced to return to their childhood home and live under the same roof for a week. That part sounds okay. The problem, the problem was is the relationship part really was triggering for me. I think I had to walk out on that one. It really screwed my mood up. Again, this kind of goes back to what I was talking about before. It, don't date too soon. I mean, I'm very, I mean, I have a really solid relationship with Debbie. Next month, January, we will have been together dating, I guess, which just sounds weird at my age, uh, for 10 years. So if this latest storm hasn't wiped out the train and uh, the place we're staying, <clears throat> we will be celebrating on the West Coast. But, uh, you know, you got to be careful what you allow into your environment. And, and, you know, negative stuff or stuff that brings you down just need to be you know, just keep it out. Oh, wow. Keith says, turns out that Joan Crawford wasn't as much of a mommy dearest as her daughter turns out was in fact. Goes on to say, her daughter was the true gaslighter and more. Uh, I'm not going to read that one. So I'll take that off the screen. Um, Cause I don't want to put your last name up there. Um, see that, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about before is that, you know, the different versions of the story, you know, I mean, and doesn't that make absolute sense that somebody who is, is toxic and running a smear campaign and trying to destroy the other person would make a freaking movie out of it. So, 
I mean, everybody, I mean, I think, I mean, maybe there's an age. Let me ask you this. How many people, when I say no more wire hangers ever, know where that's from? Like when I said that, I see that part of the movie. And I would imagine, I mean, so that was like a, a, in the lexicon of society, you know, when I was growing up, that everybody knew what that was. So, ugh. Oh, Visible Friend says DSD. Oh, I am not always up for watching toxic stuff, but mostly it's validating. Like, quote, how do they know with Jack Nicholson and Paul Rudd? Yeah, see, that's what's the crazy part is, is that, you know, I remember early on in the channel, you know, people would be like, oh, my God, this is so new. You know, this is all this, you know, this narcissism is just happening. And then it's like you realize, no. It's not all new. It's, it's been around forever. There's all, you know, there's, there's music, poems, plays, you know, movies, all this media that has documented. See, that's what's so freaking amazing is how many times have, before we knew this did we watch and listen to and consume content not YouTube content, but you know, when I say content like movies, music, literature, yada, yada, that is telling us exactly what we're dealing with, but we just, we, you didn't connect the dots and what it takes 2020, you know, to, or whenever I, when did I start the channel, like 2016, where the information starts getting out to where people are like, wait a minute. This is not right. This isn't normal behavior. This isn't like, oh, wow, this is an interesting story. You know, and you just, you you put yourself, your head in the sand and ignore it. Is anyone else hearing? I, I just recently bought a hard drive, a 16 terabyte hard drive that I can uh, store my media on. And I haven't had a solid state, no, a mechanical hard drive in a long time. The damn thing is on the desk and it's making noise and vibrating. I wonder if you guys are hearing any of that because it is... It's driving me crazy. I'm going to have to move it after the stream, put it down on the floor or something. Anyways. Keith has said, hey, Dwayne, I'm 65. You know Johnny Quest? No. Cap, uh, Captain Action and Wally uh, Gator? No. Before my time, sir. I was born in the 70s. So, man, what is that hard drive doing? Holy crap, what is running in the background? It's like, you got to be kidding me. I turned off. Uh, a, I, I did this backup service thing. Let me see if it turned back on. Is it backing up? Pause backup. There we go. I guess, I guess that was doing it. So I did this. A buddy of mine told me about this service called Backblaze to where you can uh, back up for $10 a month, unlimited data. So I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll just get a bigger drive. <clears throat> Took advantage of one of those Christmas sales. And whatever. I don't need to talk about technology unless anyone's interested in that. So. Oh, Keith says, I know about that, Dwayne. I have three external hard drives. See, all my other drive. Well, let me back up. I have one mechanical drive that's like a small three and a half inch drive. And that doesn't make much noise, but this thing, I mean, granted, it's a big ass drive, right? I mean, it's what, 16 terabytes. 
I got it like for 240 bucks. I mean, it was like, holy crap. And it's pretty fast. It looks like I might be able to edit 4K video off of it. Um, so that's interesting. I'm, I'm kind of a stickler about backing up data. So for you folks out there, back your data up. If you don't like the cloud, which I get, I get it. I do. I use the cloud all the time. Then make sure you, you back your pictures up. You back up your documents. You back up anything that's important. And, and not and don't do it in like, oh, you know, I'll keep my pictures in my email. No, don't don't use email as your backup source. If you want to save an email, make sure you archive it off and put it someplace. I use the Apple stuff. So I use iCloud. So my documents and most of my stuff is all up up there, which is great because I can get it from anywhere. Um, if you're not an Apple dude or dudette, Google does the same thing. I know a lot of people do not like um, a lot of people do not like you know big big mother cloud having access to everything, but um, you have to back your stuff up. I have like I, I can't I don't know if I have one out. I have those little like small USB powered drives that are really slow um, that I have like ten of them that over the years that I back up all my, so I have multiple copies of my videos, my photos, my music that I used to download or pay for or whatever. So normally what I use is I have a uh, fort. I'm sorry. I'm completely going down the tech thing. I apologize. Let me stop that. You, you, nobody, nobody is here for tech. <laughs> Even though visible, visible friend says, do you see who doesn't love technology? So. <laughs> Key says, Dwayne, I was born in the late 50s, not the pterodactyl creatious period. <laughs> if I said something that, that made it sound like that, I've just, <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. Thank you, sir, for the laugh. I appreciate that. That's funny. Uh, hopefully you meant that. Yeah, you have a smiley face. Okay. <laughs> My eyes are, <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Uh, Big Tech says, hey, Dwayne. Hey, sir. Hello to you. Uh, no worries, man, about the spelling. Um, uh, Record Hound says to Jokeman, I sub to many different channels when than when I was regular here. Main reason as you leaving that one. Okay, so I missed part of that conversation. I apologize. Oh, wise rubbing it in. DSD running a RAID 5 array is mirrored to another device in a different enclosure. That's awesome. You know, wise, I need to chat with you about that because I, I, I was trying to do some research on RAID and you'd probably be a good person to talk to on the Discord, the DSD Discord, to get uh, to get up on all of that. All right. Ah, uh, there you go. Key says two terabytes on four external drives back up uh, out the yin yang plus extra space. It's well worth the sixty buck investment on higher price. Uh, higher price wise, yeah. I I have uh, two terabytes on uh, two terabytes. I might have ten on iCloud, and then I also have Google Drive through the business or through the DSD stuff, so I have space there. Um. 
And then now that I got the fiber, that's kind of one of the reasons why I was thinking about the cloud thing, because, you know, if I can dump this on there and get decent, you know, it's not going to take nine years to upload, then it might be a beneficial thing. So on that, if you are, I mean, since we're talking about it, Backblaze, the, the thing I was using that a friend of mine just showed me, talked to me about is called Backblaze. They have two products, the, the cloud thing, don't mess with that unless you're a business thing. But uh, on the backup side, you have, um, it's like unlimited, you can do external drive. That's what I was talking to my friend. He's like, I'm like, well, I'm not, I don't want to leave the crap on my computer. He's like, well, you don't have to just put an external drive. And I'm like, hmm, that actually makes sense. So I'm hoping with this 18, 16 terabyte drive, I can take my archive stuff from many years ago, like all my photos from, you know, the last decade, two decades, get it back onto where I can get to it. Because right now, if I want to access something that, that I did in 2004 or whatever, I have to go find the drive with it on it or what drives because normally I have multiple copies and, uh, and then do it that way. What I'm hoping is, oh, no, I just did something wrong. What did I do? Okay. Gosh darn it. I hit the wrong button. I need to lock this screen. Yeah, lock. Come on, lock, 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 lock. Yeah, that's a problem. If I go up to my my live streaming window and I do something, it'll change things around. Anyways, I might even have a, 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 a there might be like a, what you call it, a reference key, whatever. So, but uh, that's something to, to think about. If you, but on this, you'd need, you would need, um, decent internet to be able to back your stuff up. Otherwise it'll just hammer you unless you, unless you can let it do it for a long time. All right, let me get off the tech tech thing unless someone else has it. Um, oh, wow. I, Key says, oh yeah, I could have had a V8. I forgot all about that commercial. I can't even remember what the thing was. It did something else and it was like, oh, I could have had a V8. That was the commercial. Hmm. Hmm. How interesting. Oh, nice. Record Hound says, a lot of my storage is for saving restorations from vinyl and damaged recordings. Just bought a backup drive. Outstanding. That's awesome, man. God, I haven't had a record player in forever. Hmm. Man, we are rolling up on two hours. And I've been paying for the phone line thing, so I'm going to shut that off because that is not needed because it's just slowly dwindling my my time. How do I, where's the button? There we go, in show. <clears throat> Sorry I did that online. Anyways, so any other questions that someone has for me that you would like me to hit, make sure you put that in the comments, and I would be more than glad to try to get that. Record Hounds to Jokelman says, Dropping people has become much like purging records from my collection. The more I do it, the easier it gets. That's a good point. Yeah, it's hard to do at first because you feel like, you know, well, if I, because I know I've, I felt this. I felt if I purge everybody, there won't be anybody left. I'll be all alone. Then what will I do? And Okay.
Yeah, it's tough, though. I mean, I, I think different people are wired differently. Jokelman says, uh, Kimmy, I don't know if I'm saying that right, is starved for friends. See, I only need a little bit of interaction. You know what I mean? So, you know, Debbie and I don't live together, so there, I do spend a lot of time alone. And I wonder, like, if I had, if I had nobody, I mean, before when the kids were here, you know, halftime, I would see them 50% of the time. So that doesn't happen. I mean, I guess I get interaction at work. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the threshold is. I know there are people who need more interaction. There's a super chat that's coming in and I'm going to wait for it to come up and make the noise. So it's, it's a, it's a weird balance. And I know that not everybody is, is as I say antisocial, it's not really antisocial, but just, um, introverted, I think is more, more appropriate for what I'm, uh, dealing with. Man, I wish I had more coffee. Anybody else drinking coffee? Anyways. Jokelman says to record hound, dropping toxic peeps is one thing, but losing the golden ones is hard. I'm not entirely sure what you mean. So interesting. There we go. Clown World super chatted. Uh, oh, wow. They actually did the conversion. That's interesting. So 10 pounds. I'm going to go ahead and highlight the comment. Says, uh, I'm a silent watcher from the UK and wanted to say a huge thank you for helping me take my life back. Oh, I got to do this. Stand by. Got to do. Congratulations, Clown World, uh, for taking my life back. Some days can still be challenging, but there is definitely light at the end now. I'm going to do that again because that's just, you know, it, when you get to the point that you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel and start to believe it, right? Because there was a period of time for me when I didn't believe there was a light. I, you know, it's like there's a, a Metallica song, No Leaf Clover, where I, one of the lines that is, is, you know, the soothing light at the end of the, the soothing light at the end of the tunnel is a freight train coming my way. And that's what it felt like. It felt like there wasn't no light at the end of the tunnel. I'm just going to get mowed over by a train. When you finally have that pivot point, that, that, that change where you start to realize, wait a minute, this can get better. Actually, you know what is an interesting example of that? Let me do this. YouTube, uh, Richard Granyan. Richard Granyan's old school i he was the first one that I found way back in the day. Uh, I'm not, I haven't really consumed his con. I mean, I consumed his content. What is he at now? 592,000 subscribers. When I started watching him, when I found him, he was under 50,000. And he talked about a concept that, that really resonated with me. And that is <clears throat> when you talk about hope, you know, like basically, you have to you have to play a game with yourself because your subconscious doesn't believe it. So if you say, like if I say to you, you know, things are going to get better, and I do say that now. I mean, things are going to get better because I think I have a body of work that demonstrates that. But one of the comments he had said is, 
you have to couch it in a way to like, you know, believe that there's a possibility and a chance that someday in the future, things might get better. Now, he has a British accent. So, you know, imagine that talked in a spoken in a different way. And for me, that was kind of important because it was like, oh, wow. Okay, right. Because, you know, I don't believe things are I mean, at the time, I did not believe things were going to get better. I felt that it was just going to continue to be a nightmare and having that, well, okay, maybe at some point, you know, in the, in the distant future, for some crazy reason, things might get better. I could deal with that. And it was like, and it kind of gave me like a glimmer possibility, like a, like a light, a, a faint little flicker of hope. Anyways. Ah, why says Metallica, nothing else matters. And one are some of my favorite songs. Those are both good songs. I do like the, the they did the, the, that No Leaf Clover song was when they did it with the Philharmonic or the San Francisco Philharmonic, which is crazy because you have like an orchestra of Metallica songs. It works. I liked it. I don't know. You have to let me know. Uh, I think I found a way to where I can also do polls, like live polls. So, um, nobody I don't think anyone answered any of my when I asked a question or maybe I missed it but I'll have to check that out because that might be a way to have some more interacting interaction with everyone Jokelman says DSC I am talking about fleeing other YouTube communities because smear campaigns creators getting YouTube subscriber let me try that again I'm talking about fleeing other YouTube communities because smear campaigns, creators getting YouTube subscriber award fever, etc. Hey, I want more subscribers, etc. Leaving toxic peeps but losing good friends. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It, it's funny you say that because that's kind of like this balance thing. You know, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I mean, I would love for for YouTube to blow up, and I mean, if it could do full time. But at the same time, it's like, I do really appreciate that the people that end up on this channel, it's like a subset of a subset. We don't get a lot of, I mean, think about it. I mean, there were no trolls today. We've been on two hours. Now, granted, I know we only, what do we got right now? Like 40 people. Um, I wonder if I could, I'm going to see if this, this, this works. That does not work. Okay. Well, so much for that. Um, and so it's a kind of a balancing thing. It's like, you know, I get the, I get the emails from people about how helpful this has been. You know, some of you guys have said this today, you know, so it's like one of those things. It's like, okay, I like doing this and I like having a resource that I wish I would have had back in the day that, that, um, you know, wasn't, wasn't there. And that's kind of what keeps me going on this. You know, I mean, and that's why I do the other, the camping channel thing, which I need to make, you know, finish, get back editing videos and stuff. <clears throat> and I'm like, I'm, I'm okay with, with where it's at. Right. But I, I get it. Right. I mean, and, you know, with what, what Joel, uh, Joel was saying, you know, it's, it's so easy on the YouTube side of things to get so, so wrapped up into the growth of the platform you know, and trying to achieve the different milestones, you know, I mean, some of the milestones are like over, I, mean, I don't know how it is now, but back in the day, it's like 10,000 was the number that you had to get for like, I think you had to get that for like, uh, 
was it monetization? I know for me, like 10,000, the big part about 10,000 is it allowed me to go down to YouTube studios when they still had it down in LA and actually go down there. And I mean, it's like, I only went down once and never really had an opportunity to go down. And then they, after COVID, they closed it. But um, I mean, that was kind of where I was really wanting to get to that level for that. Because before you could go down there and use their facilities, you had to have 10,000 people. So as I digress, that's completely way more than probably anybody wanted to know. This is a great point. Diane says, yes, I found myself isolating can get out of hand. Yeah, you got We got to be careful about that. Um, I know for me being sick this last week, I didn't really leave the house. Um, I think I might have gone out once I think Debbie came through town and we went to breakfast or something. But I mean, it just got to the point where I just wasn't doing anything. And you got to be careful because if you're dealing with like a depression, that can just kind of that can kind of becoming a, that can kind of become a self fulfilling prophecy. So on that, if you find yourself isolating, go out and do something. Go out, get a coffee, go to the store, do something to get you out of your house. Because if you find yourself, and it can be, and you know the crazy part is, is it can be, re, when you get in that mode, and Diane, let me ask you this, do you find yourself to where you just don't want to, you, you, you just stay away from people and you isolate yourself. And then it's like, it just continues to be this, this like self-fulfilling prophecy. I used to call it a self-licking ice cream cone. I don't know where I came up with that. And that makes no sense, but it's one of those things that it's just like, it, it it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and it just builds on itself and makes it worse. And most oftentimes, if you can break yourself from that, it'll get better. Like honestly, today I fully intended to drag myself in my truck and go somewhere. Even if I just stayed in the desert, you know, and just do some off-roading, set some gear up, maybe spend the night. And then it's like, I got up this morning and everything's wet. And I'm like, oh man, don't want to deal with the mud. Don't want to deal with the uh, flash floods. So probably to you know keep myself from having having an, uh, a demise, I will re, uh, refrain from that. Let's see. All right. Okay. On that, I think I'm going to wrap this up. We are over the two-hour mark. So let me thank you guys for hanging out. And I do want to now hit the member button and say thank you for everyone who joined the DSD channel. Their names are scrolling across the screen right now. Your support has been greatly appreciated. I really do appreciate it. I know that uh, hitting that button means a lot and I do appreciate that. So thank you guys so much for your support on that. Hopefully you can roll into the new year with uh, a newfound way and approach of dealing with the drama so that when these people, <laughs> these people start throwing rocks and daggers at your way, you can hold up your shield and minimize their effect. On that, take care of yourself and I will see you on the next one, which will hopefully be maybe Monday. Got to figure that out. I can figure out what I'm doing. On that, take care, guys, and I will chat with you later.